0: Ten,
1: nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to Gotem Coach Hoops, styles, sounds, and total randomness. Lace up your kicks, turn your volume up, and find your favorite chill spot because it's about to get serious. Now, here's your host, the man whose hair is spinning around the world, Tyrone
3: Smith. Yo, what's going on, people, man? Episode number 12. We are here in the building getting ready to put that grind in, that grind time, grind time go shine time, it's time to shine because we've been grinding on this grind grind with the grind grind, I mean because we grinding, we just, we grinding, we putting that grind in, putting that work in, putting that work in, that work, that work, that work, work. (laughs) nah, I'm, I'm serious, but I am putting in that work, hey man, episode number 12, man, hey, slowly but surely, man, we, we, we getting up there, we, we, we. We we climb some milestones, man, and you know, anytime you can climb a milestone, anytime that I'm able to put together another one of these Dylan Dillinger hot fire episodes, it's always a good look, man. It's always a good look. But episode number 12 of the show, where I talk about whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want. If you don't like it, get over yourself. Got him <laughs> Yes, and I am your host, Tyron Smith, aka Wrong2Exclusive, aka Mr. Sneaker Bandit, aka Mr. Hustle Bandit, Daytona 360, alive and in the flesh. Wait, wait, I gotta hit y'all with the spinning around the world, spinning around the world, brush to my hair, oh I'm spinning around the world. Even though I'm not spinning right now, cause um, I went about five weeks without a haircut, so you know hair all over the place. But uh, you know, hey, I'm in, I'm in the middle of a woofing session right now, so you know I'm trying to get my little, I'm trying to get my angles right, trying to get the little angles right, making sure that when I go get that cut, man, they they, they just be out there, they just and you just make you know just want to throw up all over yourself, you know that. So I I still am Daytona 360. Don't get it confused. And y'all already know what I come to do, man. I come to give y'all some of that Dylon, Dillinger, hot fire, that heat. <laughs>
1: <Y'all>
3: already know <laughs> <All> I <right>, go, <laughs> but check this out, man. Shout out to the Golden State Warriors, man. They pulled off the impossible. Say what? The unimaginable. Say what? Upset of the century. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? They defeated the almighty Cleveland. Easy, sailor easy i'm just playing but shout out to the warriors man they did exactly what everybody expected they was going to do when kevin durant signed with the team back in july they won the nba championship defeating the cleveland cavaliers 129 to 120 kevin durant was named the finals mvp and a lot of people are now questioning is this the beginning of the golden state dynasty and where do the cavaliers go from here will this be the same team that they roll out next year golden state has a lot of interesting questions they sell not so much i guess steph is going to be a free agent but we already know he he's not going anywhere kevin durant has a player option um, he's already on record saying that he may want to. uh may sacrifice a little. I, I'll get into that a little later. But he might want to sacrifice to bring the band together. So you got Iggy, you got Sean Livingston, you got David West, you got Javale McGee. Um, so you, you you got some uh, you got some pieces who are potential free agents out there. Who who who's gonna want to get paid? So you gotta figure out what you're gonna do. In terms of putting that together um, for another run, but uh, I think Golden State is going to be fine. They have probably one of the best front offices in the NBA um, with Bob Myers, and probably two of the best owner co-owners in the league. Uh, so I'm not I'm not really worried about them putting a team together that is going to contend for their third championship in four years so uh yeah shout out to the dubs man the dubs they put together a very very good series a very very good playoffs one in three team one out of one of three teams in nba history to lose one game in the playoffs the other two teams 1983 philadelphia 76ers and the 2001 la lakers so shout out to the uh, golden state for putting together a very 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 good playoff run i don't think it was in any doubt that they were going to win the championship it was just a matter of how many games it was going to take i said seven it ended up going five um surprise surprise i'm shocked <laughs> um yeah but other than that um in terms of me uh, not, not too much, not too much really going on I'm just been, I've been chilling, man just, just been chilling, you know, just kind of putting things together You already know how I get down, you know, my grind don't stop Once I, uh, once I put together these little episodes and whatnot You know, I still got a, still got a million different things that I'm trying to do A million different things that I'm still trying to put together You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I always got that little, I always got that, that hat on That, 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 that hustle, that hustle hat You know, just trying to You know, put two and two together, make sure it adds up the foe, you feel me? So, um, I've just been grinding, you know, my normal, usual, as per se, um, just trying to make it all happen, and, uh, that's, that's what I've really been on for the past week, you know, nothing too extravagant, nothing too crazy, nothing like that, um, just, just been, just been putting in work, um, my birthday's coming up. (laughs) <laughs> my birthday's coming up my birthday is actually uh, a little under don't share answers yes i will finally be legal want to give me a big bottle of hennessy coke with a little lemon a couple ice cubes i'm gonna be good be good be good no just playing i don't drink but uh your boy's gonna be don't share answers this year man don't share answers inching up there onions and as i inch closer to onions my hairline itches farther away from my forehead (laughs) but it's all good because i still look good not what little conceited moment there don't judge me um but, yo, let's, <laughs> let's get into this episode, man Y'all already know how I get down, man Got'em, Coach, episode number 12 Let's get right into the show Let's get it!
1: Speak now or forever hold your peace Don't hold nothing back in this week's That's How You Feel
3: Alright, so look, man, I want to first talk about, um well, first of all, I want to shame people for not participating in this week's show. Uh, last week was my was my reasoning, because um, you know, we, I kind of debuted the segment and, and didn't really give a heads up to nobody. so last week was kind of on me, but uh, y'all had a week to kind of l- listen to the show and uh, give me what I needed so y'all could be a part of the show. So since y'all don't want to be a part of the show, I just go ahead and I do what I need to do to make sure that this segment continues. And um, this segment is basically about a um, a player. Uh, as you all know, the 2017 NBA draft is now about a couple weeks away. Um, and this guy right here was projected to be a first round draft pick in the draft. Um, Jonathan G um, He was diagnosed with a with Marfan Syndrome I don't know if I'm saying that right If I'm not, forgive me But I kind of know where I'm going um, Which may put a Halt to a career that has Never begun And it's unfortunate It's an unfortunate situation Anytime that a player Who has been playing basketball Or doing anything for a long Period of time um, it's, it's unfortunate when they're told that they may not, they may never be able to do the things that they love because of something that is hindering them from doing. It. Um, it's unfortunate. Uh, I feel I feel bad for the guy. Um, he had a lot of talent, and he was he potentially was going to give a team. A presence on their team To where they can develop him Into a really take that Potential talent and develop him into A very capable NBA player But now with this Um Marfan Syndrome Um his career Is gonna if not Gonna end at Worst it's gonna it's gonna be Derailed for at least a couple years Um If you remember back in 2014, a another first-round, projected first-round pick, um, Isaiah Austin, was diagnosed with the same exact um, disease. And he was told that he would never be able to play again. And basically, they were telling him that with all the physical strenuous work of being a basketball player, that um, his heart could potentially erupt. And that's a scary, scary thought. Actually, uh, Jonathan Jean's um, diagnosis was confirmed when they found abnormal movies in his spinal, his, his spinal cord um, during his physical examinations um, that he had to take. Um, but if we've learned anything from Isaiah Austin um, is that don't let no one can tell you what you're not capable of doing when you're capable when you're destined to doing it, um, Isaiah Austin may not be in the NBA right now, but he is playing competitive basketball. He was medically cleared to play basketball uh, back in 2016, and he played in his first game recently, where he scored nine points and grabbed four rebounds in 12 minutes of action. So, if anything um just because someone says oh well you have this career ending injury that you will never be able to play the game that you love again don't let nobody tell you what you can't do. you know the only way that you're not going to be able to do it is if it physically enables you to move if you can if you can move the necessary body parts to do something that you want to do it's not going to stop you i'm going to always do shows unless my mouth is physically shut it up let somebody wires my mouth shut and even then i might not even stop then you'll you'll hear the with the metal hitting with the metal in the microphone it's just gonna be all bad but um never let nobody tell you what you can't be able to do i mean a lot of people go through all these diagnoses and what they're not gonna be able to do this that and the third and they're still out here doing exactly what they want to do so My words to Mr. Gene is keep your head up, man. Keep your head up. Keep your eyes open. Keep your peripherals on your path. People don't look left. Don't look right. Just look straight forward. Um, I'm pretty sure that this is just a minor setback for a major comeback. And you'll be able to do exactly what you want to do. Right now, it may look hard right now because the, the disease is something that Now NBA teams are going to look at it and say, well, we don't, we can't take a chance on this guy because we just, we just don't know. The same thing with Isaiah Austin, when he announced his comeback, a lot of teams, it was just like a, okay, well, you know, good for him. It was a, um, okay, this is interesting because he, he wasn't supposed to come back. Um, you have to some some wonder that maybe maybe his doctor is kind of feeding him the wrong thing, telling him that, you know just telling him what he needs what he wanted to hear to to do what he wants. I don't think that's the case. Um I don't think you get this far to the point where, you know, it's just oh well, you know, uh it did the doctors just said that so he could play. I, I don't I don't think a doctor would put nobody's First of all their integrity as a doctor and a person's life at stake just so they can just so they can hear what they be told what they want to hear we go to doctors all the time they're not gonna tell us what they want to hear they're gonna tell us what's gonna save us you know so i don't think that i don't think that i don't i'm not really worried about that but um it's gonna be interesting to see how and if A team is going to take a chance. I'm pretty sure that this is pretty much, this is probably just, this is demoralizing because this is going to drop him out, uh, potentially drop him out of the draft. I think that there's no way he's going to be a first-round pick, not even a second-round pick. Um, It's it's unfortunate. It's it's an unfortunate situation, but, you know, I think that right now, right now it's tough, but I think he'll be able to, um, I think he'll be able to bounce back. I have no, I have no doubt, man. Whether it be basketball, whether it be something um, within the league, because uh, with Isaiah Austin, uh, once he was told that he would never be able to play in the NBA, um, he was guaranteed a job with the NBA as long as he finished school. So maybe that's something that Mr. Gene can potentially look into. Uh, maybe finishing school, so that way that you know basketball because you know let's just be frank man a lot of a lot of cats it's just basketball and once basketball is done it's like now what so now that maybe right now he won't probably won't be able to play he'll be able to go and finish his studies in that way in the event that he's never able to play in the event that he's never medically cleared to play he'll always have a backup so, um, it's unfortunate, but, uh, you know, so things happen to us, man, to let us know that, you know, it's a, it's a bigger calling in our life and we gotta, we get, we gotta focus on that bigger calling. So that is my, that is how I, I feel, I feel for the guys. So that's how I'm feeling right now. We wanted to share that little piece of news with you, man, cause, um, I felt it was important. Um, as much as we think these athletes are, uh, superheroes and, and, invincible at the end of the day they're humans just like us they suffer from things just like us um they have the fear of never being able to play uh another to be able to do something that they love just like we have the fear of our employer laying us off and we'll never be able to have the money to provide for our families or provide for our home or make sure that people you know parents or whoever is okay um be able to be that that second that, that second financial support for somebody or that main financial support for somebody because at the end of the day we all human and we all go through these little little things so something this is something there's something to think about man athletes aren't invisible we aren't invisible nobody's invincible in this world even the richest person in america isn't invincible you know so Something to think about, man. So, let's get into the show, man. Top five stories of the week.
1: Well, well, well. There is something worth talking about today. Here's the top five stories of the week.
3: So, we're going to start with uh, Sacramento, man. Sacramento, a.k.a. the dumpster fire of the NBA. Yes, they are the worst. Not only on the court, but their front office is just as bad, man. um... Sacramento is looking because currently they have two top 10 picks. They have two top 10 picks in the number five and the number 10 pick. And they are looking to package those picks together to move up in the NBA draft to select De'Aaron Fox guard out of Kentucky now. Where are they gonna move up at? They can either move they can either move up to either two or they can move up to three. Or they could probably move up to number four. I mean it, it, it's 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 kind of wide open because Boston at the end of the day, I think Markel folks is their number one pick, even though I feel that maybe they should trade that pick for a proven superstar. I think you already have a cap you have two cable point guards and Marcus Smart and Isaiah Thomas. Um So, I think maybe you should package that that pick. You have assets, so you you can package that pick and a couple other players, and you can get a star. You can maybe get a Paul George, try to convince him to sign long-term. You can maybe get, like, a boogie. You could potentially maybe maybe even get a Kevin Love right now because Kevin Love stunk that joint up. I don't think that this team fits what he does as a player. I feel that, you know, I feel that maybe he should be on a team where he could be the number one option, where he can be a 20 and 12, 22 and 15 type of guy, because I still think he has that sort of potential. But with a LeBron and a Kyrie on the team, I think he he play, he's playing that Chris Bosch role. And you see how much Chris Bosch kind of suffered when he played with LeBron and Dwayne du, Wade. I think he's kind of suffering the same. Um, but for Sacramento to move up two picks or who to try to move up a couple picks for a player who still might be there when they draft number five, um, I think it's it's not a smart move. It's not a smart move for Sacramento because this is how I think the top five, this is how I think the top five is going to go. I think it's going to be Markel Fox number one, Lazo Ball is going to go number two to the Lakers. I think Josh Jackson is probably going to go number three to Philly. And then, I'm going to say Jason Tatum goes four to Phoenix. And then, with the number five, I think you'll be able to get De'Aaron Fox. But, to trade two picks to either that two, three, or four spot, I think it would not be a smart move for a player who is going to be there. Now, the reasoning that they may want to do this trade is because... um, The Lakers weren't really sold on what Lonzo Ball provided in his uh, individual draft workout, which I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Um, A lot of people kind of question his uh, interesting jump shot release, Uh, but I think it's already established that Lonzo Ball is a playmaker he's gonna he's gonna pass the ball he's gonna he's gonna be a floor facilitator um he's gonna take that pressure off of a D'Angelo Russell and let D'Angelo Russell play more of an off-ball uh position because that's what he that's what he is I don't think D'Angelo is a pure point he's not a pure point I mean he's a better he's a better two guard than he is a point guard um but Fox has been in potential. He has been rumored to maybe be in second pick along with a Josh a Josh Jackson. Um, now remember that Fox and Ball, they uh they matched up together in the uh, NCAA tournament. And uh Fox lit him up for 39. Lit him up for 39. He shot 13 to 20. Um he held ball to 10 points or 4-10 shooting. Um so you can see why maybe a team would want to potentially take a look at Fox, but I mean he's not really that I mean he, he does a lot of things well but he's not a real he's not a consistent jump shooter right now and I think over time that's gonna come um that that'll come I think he'll he'll be he'll be alright he's not gonna be a rondo type of a point guard who who can't shoot uh so I I, I can see where Maybe Sacramento is thinking, well, maybe they're not too sold on Lonzo. Maybe they won't want to take them. But I think they're they're still going to be there at five. I would keep the five in the ten pick pick because I think Sacramento, at this point, they need talent. They need talent. And trading those two picks for for one pick to get one player when you can get two top 10 picks, two top 10 players, um, I don't think that'd be a smart move. Look at what San... And I know this ain't basketball related, but look what San Francisco uh, was able to maneuver Chicago in the duel. Chicago needed a lot of help. A lot of help on their team. And they were able to maneuver a trade where the, where Chicago went up. And they they gave up a whole bunch of picks and ass A whole bunch of assets and picks to pick a quarterback... Who had been up and down the 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 rankings, and Sacri- Sacri- San Francisco wasn't even thinking about picking Trubisky up. They they got the player that they wanted at the number three, on top of getting a whole bunch of picks, just like with uh, L.A. Well, St. Louis, St. Louis and uh, Washington, what they did when they traded when Washington traded for Robert Griffin the third. Um, so I, if I was Sacramento, I would stay put. I think I think uh, Fox is going to stay at five anyway. I don't see any other team taking a chance on him at this moment um, because everybody has guards. Uh, Boston has guards, and they're they're, they're going to get the best guard. Um, the Lakers are going to probably get Lonzo. Ben Simmons is going to be the point guard for Philly, so I don't I don't see them bringing in a a, a De'Aaron Fox type of player because his shot is not consistent enough and if Ben Simmons is going to be your point guard then you're going to want to surround him with shooters. And Phoenix they got Eric Bledsoe, Brandon Knight and Brandon Knight and Tyler Ulis. So Phoenix is not going to bring him in. So Sacramento keep y'all pick, man. Keep those two picks, man and continue to build. Y'all, y'all we we look at what sacramento doing dropping all these big men but you gotta look at what they what they kind of have right now buddy hill kind of kind of came into his own um they got malachi richardson scala so i mean they they have talent it's just a matter of the talent coming together now this one is gonna be interesting this is for all them Cavs fans out there man y'all seen what the warriors did to y'all they, they 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 let the smack them down on y'all they, they they put it down on y'all now mellow mellow is on the trading block is mellow a fit for the cavaliers now I was having a conversation with uh about this and um I was saying I had asked somebody if uh if the Cavaliers should either go after Dwayne Wade or uh Mello And the response was, well, Melo don't pass, (laughs) and Dwyane Wade is old, so they should go after neither. And I'm thinking, they're going to go after one of them. It's just a matter of who they go after. I think you go after Melo. I think Melo would be a really good fit in Cleveland. Here's the problem. Cleveland doesn't have the assets to trade for a Melo. Kevin Love, do you do a Kevin Love for a Carmelo Anthony trade? I think that would be a boneheaded decision on Cleveland's part. Because for all what for what Kevin Love is or isn't as a cavalier, Kevin Love is still a top. He's still a top ten power forward in the league. And he fits that offense very complimentary, even though this that might not be his game. He's a he's a great, he's a good rebounder. Doesn't play defense, but he's a good rebounder, a great stretch for ability to shoot the three. So trading him for a guy. And Melo, who is a ball stopper. Melo's a ball stopper. Say what you want. He's a ball stopper and he doesn't really play defense. Um, I think this is gonna be I think it's interesting. Now, when you look at it, you look at what you look at Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was a guy who got buckets, but who was always criticized for the lack of defense that he played in Oklahoma City. Now, that he's with Golden State. You see now he's probably the second best defender. One, The second. I would say he's the second best defender on the team. Draymond is probably the best defender. I would put KD as the second best defender on that Warriors team. Now. When you are the guy for a team, for a basketball team for, for so many years, and you have to take on the boatload or the scoring, and you have to put up 25, 30, 35, 40 points every night, I mean, you're expending all your energy on offense. You don't have no energy on defense to play. Now, you see with Kevin Durant going to Golden State, he has guys who can take the pressure off of, off of him where he doesn't necessarily have to be the number one guy you have guys in Steph and you have guys in Clay who can who can score and your defense is going to get better because all your focus is not on the offensive end. And this is what I can see with a mellow. I can see Melo coming to the Cavaliers and not having to be that guy where he has to put up all the buckets and score all the points because he has LeBron. It's a Ky- the Kyrie Kyrie is on the team jr smith i mean they have guys who can score and put up the, the points that's needed to where melo can he can do what he does on a consistent basis but i think i think a change of scenery to a championship contender i think that would be a, a really good fit for melo now with him being rumored to the cavaliers he's also been rumored to the clippers now which is the better fit is the better fit in LA or is the better fit in Cleveland now it really depends because the Clippers really don't have a lot of tradable assets to get uh Mello either because I'm pretty sure the Knicks are probably going to go one of some young players and some draft picks in return for a Carmelo Anthony so when you think about that who has the most assets to trade for Carmelo well I mean, I don't know. You, you you don't. It's not a lot there. It's not a lot there for either team. It's not a lot there. I think the one player is Kevin Love. That's that's a possibility. Um, another player, maybe for the Clippers, maybe uh DeAndre Jordan. Um, you trade him, you get a you get Carmelo. You pair him up with uh, Blake, the CP3. You won't have no no rim protection. But you'll have a capable guy. And, and that's why I don't think I don't think the Clippers will work for him. I think the Cavs will work for him. Um I just I just don't see what who they can move. I know. Uh, J.R. Smith, yeah, but no. Amar Schumper, yeah, but no. Kyle Corver? I mean, Darren Williams? Channing Friday? Like, who do you trade to get mellow? So, um, Y'all let me know Who y'all think would be a, a, What would you think Would be the best fit For Melo Will it be LA Or would it be Cleveland And you know Give me Give me players For either one of those teams That that could uh, That could go back To the Knicks Cause the Knicks Are clearly in rebuild mode Um Melo's not gonna be A part of that future Apparently And it's crazy Cause Melo's so loyal To the Knicks And Phil Jackson Is nowhere near Being loyal to Melo It's, it's crazy man But uh, I think that's going to be interesting. Next. With Kevin Durant's performance in the uh, game, in the finals overall, um, has he surpassed LeBron as the best player in the NBA? That's interesting. That's an interesting question when you really, really think about it. Is LeBron, is KD better than LeBron? Let's look at their final averages. Um, In these year's finals, Kevin Durant averaged 36, 8, and 5. LeBron averaged a triple double. 33, 12, and 10. Right? LeBron is probably LeBron is great. LeBron is probably is is, is still the to me, he's still the best player in the NBA right now. K D played as if he wanted he wanted the champion he played like he was supposed to play he played like he was supposed to play in Oklahoma City when they were up 3-1 against Golden State last year that's how he's supposed to play he's one of the top 5 players in the NBA but is he the best player in the NBA i would say i would say no no not not at this moment not at this moment right now you also have to take into account that Golden State has three other All-Stars on their team. Now, Granny Cleveland, yes, Cleveland has two other All-Stars. But, Kevin Love, for some games, he didn't, he didn't show up. Game 5, he didn't show up. Let's just call it what it is. Kevin Love didn't show up for Game 5. Um, and, on top of that, Kevin Durant team is a lot better than lebron james t i I told people i told people when i was doing my finals uh predictions i told i i i didn't understand why people were talking so bad about golden state's bench because golden state has a very capable bench yes they lost players but players stepped up ian clark stepped up Patrick McCaw stepped up. McCaw didn't even, he wasn't even really a factor, but he came in Game 5 and gave them some key buckets and some key minutes. David West gave him some key minutes. JaVale McGee gave him some key minutes, even though he didn't play in Game 5. So they had the player they had players that were better than darren williams iman shumpert channing fry they had players that was better than them so i think kevin durant's team overall was just better than lebron's team overall but i won't take away from the fact that what lebron did lebron literally literally almost took the game to six almost took the game back to cleveland Kyrie, he he balled out but that fourth quarter hit the injury to his leg and his back started tightening up. I think it, it took an effect on him. LeBron single-handedly brought that team to the to the brink. It was just too much. Golden State had too much firepower, too much offensive dominance to for for a Cavs team that didn't have it. So I would say no. I would say LeBron is still probably the best player in the league. Kevin Durant was the best player in the finals um and I think Kevin Durant had a lot he had a lot to prove I mean just imagine if Golden State would have lost the finals like you did all this to go to a team that still lost I mean Kevin Durant was playing with a lot of pressure on him but that don't take away from the fact that I think Kevin Durant has surpassed Kawhi as probably the second best player in the NBA and probably one of the top 5 two-way players in the NBA. And I, 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 it's crazy that people don't talk about that because his defense has gotten really really better from his Oklahoma City days and he he's really developed into a very good two-way player. Um I think a better question is is KD's legacy is it is it vilified or do you still tarnish his legacy for joining the Warriors? Um I don't think you can I don't think you can vilify his legacy. I think his legacy is I think he cemented his legacy as one of the I'm gonna say one of the all-time greats, but he's one of he's he's a very, very great player. Now if he wins a couple more championships, you could you could talk about him being an all-time great. Um at the end of the day, man, you need talent. You need talent, you need players, you need you need help. You're not gonna do it by yourself. When Jordan won his six, he had Scottie Pippen on his side. Jordan has never won a championship without Scottie Pippen on his side. And he had good role players. He had a B.J. Armstrong. He had a, a Horace Grant. He had a Tony Tony Kukoc. Luke Longley. A Dennis Rodman. Um, a Ron Harper. I mean... You you need players as good you need good players but you also need capable you also need capable players who can help with getting you a championship. LeBron needed Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, Ray Allen, Shane Battier, Mike Miller, Birdman, uh, Kyrie, Kevin Love. I mean it's it's just what you need. The Lakers Shaq Kobe, uh Derek Fisher, Glenn Rice. Um Slava, no i'm just playing not, not Slob never they go but when you look at these when you look at these teams that are winning this championship they have more than one or two capable players who can who can push them over the top so i don't i, I don't i won't even vilify kd's legacy as one as his legacy i think he did what he needed to do um so, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for KD, man. He made a very smart decision by joining the Warriors. And you can't be mad at him for, uh, for doing what he wanted, what he felt was best for him to win the championship, man. Next. Does this loss hurt LeBron's legacy? No, this doesn't hurt LeBron's legacy. You see how he played out there? He didn't have the help. LeBron didn't have the help. Now it doesn't help that he's now three and five in the NBA finals. Um, one of four players in history to be to lose five NBA finals. Uh the first former MVP to lose five uh NBA finals. Yeah, that, that doesn't help. But you have to really 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 think about it, man. Really think about it. They signed they they, they, they acquired Cal Cor Kyle Corver. Kyle Corver doesn't give really give them anything. Um He tried on defense I, I give him credit Game 5 He tried He tried his hardest But uh Kevin Durant Uh He exposed him man He exposed him Uh Barbecue chicken man <laughs> Barbecue chicken Um Darren Williams is on the wrong side Of his career Um Injuries had you Injuries has clearly taken over his career Um Channing Fry wasn't going to be of any help. Amon Schumfer for as good for as good as he is defensively. Um, his offense suffers a lot. Kevin Love didn't show up for a couple games. Trisha Thompson didn't show up for a couple games. Kyrie Irving ended up getting hurt towards the end of the uh, end of game five. J.R. Smith stepped up, but I felt he should have been he should have been stepped up all four or five games. He should have stepped up the way he stepped up in game five. Um if anything, I think this I think this helps LeBron more than it hurts him. I think it helps, I think it I think it helps him more than it hurts him. I, feel, I still think you can still make the argument of him being the greatest even though he's lost 5 NBA finals, but he's been to 8. Jordan has only been to 6. So, I mean, can't take away from what LeBron is doing. I mean he he's he's doing it and he he he's he's doing it well so can't take away from that now how do I think you uh you did you do this i th- i think it's always going to be a debatable who's Le- who's better lebron or jordan um this is what lebron needs to do to cement himself as the greatest right when he retires he becomes the president of basketball operations for the cavaliers right and when he becomes the president of basketball operation, he leads his team to the playoffs. Jordan never led a team to the playoffs as a, as the president of basketball operations. The Wizards never went to the playoffs, right? And then a couple years down the line, maybe five, ten years down the line, he becomes the owner. Uh, let's say he 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 becomes the owner of the of the of the. I want to say the Nets because the Nets are valued at a lot of money. Um. Let's say he becomes the hon- the owner of the Grizzlies, right? And he leads his team to the second round of the playoffs. That's more than what uh, Jordan has with done with the Hornets, right? So I th- think if he wants to submit himself as the greatest, that's what uh, LeBron needs to do. He need to become the president of basketball operations, lead his team past the uh, lead his team to the playoffs, pick the players get them to the playoffs and then become an owner and then get his team past the first round of the playoffs. I think that would submit him as the, uh, as the greatest NBA history <laughs> next with this finals win. Um, there's a lot of talk of golden state becoming a dynasty and I agree golden state have have the players. To become a dynasty, think about it. Think about it this way: they won two championships in three years. They were one uh, Draymond suspension away from winning a third championship because we could potentially be talking about a back-to-back-to-back team, right? Um, the core of their team is still in their mid to late twenties when you think of Steph, Clay, Draymond, Kevin Durant. Um. They just they they have it. This team was built the right way. It wasn't built through free agency. It wasn't really built through trades. The core of their team. Steph was drafted. Clay was drafted. Draymond was and Draymond was drafted. Kevin Durant was a free agent. It wasn't Kevin Durant coming, recruiting Steph, recruiting Clay, recruiting Draymond. This team was built through the draft. Like you're supposed to build your teams. You're supposed to build them through the draft. I think which is interesting because when you look at cleveland um kyrie yes he kyrie and tristan thompson yes they are draft picks of the cavaliers but think about kevin love lebron uh Darrell, all these players are either trades or or, or, or signings and that's not really a way it's not a way i mean that's a way to build a team when you're when you know you're gonna be playoff contenders but like with the pistons for example um you seen how they built their team. They didn't really build it through the draft, they built it through free agents who were really looked upon. But you seen once they started to blow that team up, the fact that the Pistons didn't have very good draft picks, Rodney, the Rodney Whites, the Rodney Stuckies, the Darko Milichicks. Uh, once you seen that, you, you knew that it was it was trouble. So once Cleveland said, you know, we need to blow this up. We need to blow this up. Once LeBron leaves again, because I think he's gonna leave. Remember, he said that he wanted to win a championship for Cleveland. He won the championship. Now what? He he, he done. He's done what he said he wanted to do. Now what? Get him out of here. He, he's out of here, man. He he's he gonna go to L.A. He gonna join Paul George, and and that's that's just what it's gonna be. But. I like the way Golden State has built this team. They are, they their they two of their call key players, their key cogs in the, in, in the, on the team are under contract for, for a couple years. Um, pretty sure Steph and KD are, are going to get their money. So they're, they're built the right way. The, the thing with Golden State is now, um, what do you do? What do you do with that bench? Um, The bench developed, but I don't think you can lose a Sean Livingston or Iggy. Um, I don't think you can lose a David West. So you got to figure out a way to bring the band back together. But your team is so good, players who, who may command a lot of money in free agency may look at your team and say, you know what, I'll take a hit for the chance to win the championship. So I think Golden State, Golden State team for at least the next couple years, could potentially get better and better and better and better and better. And then you've seen their players, their young players, their McCaws, their Ian Clarks. Um, I, can, I can see James Michael McAdoo playing a, a, a bigger role with the team. So I think, Gold, like I said, Golden State has built this team the right way. And I think that bench-wise, because I think their starting five is going to be straight. You can plug any center in there as long as he can protect the rim, give a couple rebounds, give a couple good minutes, he's good. They're going to they're gonna be alright. They're going to be the cream of the crop for the West for at least the next four years. Three to four years. Facts. And, and and these are my top five stories of the week, man. My top five stories of the week. Um, if you have something that you would want to um, add to the show in terms of stories or whatever, man, just hit me up. GEC Podcast at GEC325.com and um, I'll get right into it, man. And, and I'll make my argument or for, for or against, and we can go from there, man. Now, let's get into my favorite part of the show that heat of the week.
1: Those kicks are sneaker looking good. Here's the top
3: five feet
1: pieces for this week.
3: All right, we're going to start off with the two chain the two the two chains x ewing 33 highs man
1: this is the heat of the week
3: shout out to two chains getting together with patrick ewing to put together this shoe this is a black and white nub new buck gradient and midsole splatter graphic shoe the shoe features dual branding on the heel straps with 33 with a chrome 33 on the left and two chains on the right side of the shoe the shoe also features a keychain featuring the rapper's dog Trappy, and for one hundred and forty dollars, they could be all yours, man, all yours. The next shoe on Heat of Feet Pieces of the Week is the Jordan Four Game, the Jordan Four Game Royals, which is going to be one hundred and ninety dollars. This shoe is a black. Grey, white, and royal blue shoe. And y'all already know what the fours look like. So I don't think I need to get into it. Uh forest man. Um uh, I don't know because they came out with the white ones. Uh the white ones with the with the same kind of colorway. Those wasn't really too hot. I don't think the black ones are really gonna be that hot anyway. But y'all you know you already know how to hype B star. They they gonna cop them no matter what, so I had to put them in there, but uh, yeah. Jordan, Jordan 4 Game Royals, man, $190. Go check them out. The next shoe on the list, the Nike PG-1 Elements. These are Paul George signature shoe. This shoe features an olive base and black neoprene inner booty that is contrasted by orange, black, and white hits placed throughout the shoe. This shoe also features a hairy suede and a mesh construction. Look, I'm not even gonna front, man. Nike's doing some good things with, with some of that with they with they athletes, man. Paul George has a dope shoe. Kyrie has a dope shoe. Um, LeBron, they need they need to go ahead and retro his shoes. I'll be so glad when they retro his shoes. Um, so them first the the very first pair of Lebrons can actually come out because those are my favorite. And um yeah uh but I I I I kind of I like these. I like these. Matter of fact, give them a heat of the week, man.
1: This is the heat of the week.
3: Yes. Next, let's get to the Kyrie 3 Black Ice. Oh, those PG1 Elements were $110 just in case I didn't touch on that. Yeah. $110 they are all yours. Now the Kyrie 3 Black Ice is going to hit you for $120. Now this shoe features a black texture upper with mesh and hyperfuse that's combined with the matching black branding on the tongue and matte swooshes on the sides. It features a white insole, icy translucent outside, and multicolored detailing completes the sleek look of this shoe altogether. Look, I'm telling you, man, Kyrie, man, he be he be putting that work in. And matter of fact, matter of fact, let me let me let me touch on this because. I was received bad news last week when I talked about... Matter of fact, play that back. And apparently, Kyrie Irving is... Kyrie Irving is suffering from some knee injury, so... I said that Kyrie Irving had suffered a knee injury in game... In game... What was that? Two? Three, two. One of them games i say he suffered a bad knee injury and that wasn't even the case Kyrie didn't get hurt into game five and um my bad my bad see this is this is why you you have to you you have to trust your own sources you can't trust other people's sources sometimes when you begin some of these news stories man but uh I mean, if he was hurt, it would explain his uh, first two games and why he played so poorly. But uh, I think game game three, game four, and then the majority of game five, Kyrie showed that uh, he's the third best point guard in the league. I think Steph took back his position as the second best point guard in the league because it was always questioned who was better, Kyrie or Steph. I think Steph took that back. So shout out to Shadeff. So yeah, Kyrie 3 Black Ice, $120 And they are all yours Last but not least We got the Air Jordan 13-14's Finals Pack Can I hear it?
1: This is the heat of the week
3: Yes, yes Even though they're $500 If you got big bread like that, man God bless you This pack features the white and gold 13s as well as the black and gold 14s. Features on this shoe includes they can't win and until we quit on the inside of the 13s as well as Jordan shooting his patented jumper inside of a hologram. This shoe also will be in a special commemorative box that features a printout of the last shot played drawn up by Phil Jackson. Jordan be doing some stuff with his uh with the way he de- delivers some of these uh special package shoes. Not so much with the shoes that you see in stores, because they just put them in a the little black box with the little gold, with the little gold emblem. They need to, when they drop some of these retros, man, they need to do the same thing that they do for uh these special packs, like the cars and all this other stuff, man. They need to drop them in in, in some heat boxes, man like for example i give you the dopest shoe box of all time man to me the dopest shoe of all time will forever be the Kyrie irving crispy cream uh shoe dopest shoe of all time argue with me on that if you want to don't do it because i win <laughs> and that is my top five feet pieces heat of the week in I am your host Tyrone Smith, thanks for listening to the show, another good show once again man, episode number 12, we slowly getting up there man, episode number 20 is another special giveaway, um, I did my first one, I'm in the process of getting that stuff to him, the shirts and a little couple of extra goodies. Uh, for participating in winning the in the uh, giveaway episode number 20 I'm going to do another giveaway kind of similar and for my birthday I'm doing something special on the website where you get 20 28% off any purchase that you make on the website uh so make sure y'all go check that out right now this the 20% is still in effect um 325 GEC shop. Store use the promo code gothamcoach 325 and get 20% off of any purchase that you make within the store. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at GEC325, Twitter at GOTHEMCOACH325. I'm Tyrone Smith and I'm up out of here because I'm hungry and I need to go eat and I want some chicken so I'm about to make me some chicken and chicken just sounds very very delicious right now um actually I got this game right right here let me take a sip of this real quick man you already know I gotta take my little sip before I go ah, yes that was delicious And I'm Tyrone Smith, man. I'm up out of here, man. I'll holla at y'all next week. Episode number 13 next week. Same time, same place. Y'all already know how I go. Peace.
1: for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at GEC325. Check out the website at GEC325.com. Buy a shirt at 325gecshop.store and become a patron for exclusive perks at patron.com slash GEC325. Tune in next week for another episode of Got'em, Coach!